Welcome to the Love Her Wild podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Carver, and I'm here to talk to you about all things spiritual, manifestation, happily ever after, and creating a life that you love, because I promise you can. Good morning, everybody. So today I am going to give you guys a quick analogy on manifesting. I was talking to a follower this morning and thought of a way of explaining manifestations that makes so much sense. I wish someone had explained it to me this way when I first started along my spiritual journey. So I am here to give you the easiest way to look at manifesting anything into your life, a soulmate, your dream job, and literally anything. So when you put out something into the universe or you pray for something, I'm not here to tell you what to believe. So God, source, energy, whatever it is that you believe in, when you ask for something, that turns on a green light and makes you magnetic and starts bringing that thing towards you. What blocks that thing from coming to you instantly are limiting beliefs, unhealed traumas, doubts, low vibrations, etc, etc. So I'm going to talk by way of manifesting a soulmate into your life but you can insert anything into that category house dream job whatever it is dream body etc you just go ahead and import any thing that you're trying to manifest into that slot and it works the same way so when I was trying to manifest my husband I had a really really hard time with the idea that People would come to me and say, well, you're not going to find the person you're meant to be with until you're fine by yourself and you don't want a partner. And it's the minute that you're not looking or that you no longer want it that that person's going to come into your life. And that thought process to me was so toxic and so annoying because honestly, while I was okay with the idea of being happy where I was at in that stage of life, loving where I was living, loving just being on my own and having that single time in my life, I knew that I was never going to get to the part, the point where I didn't want a partner. It just wasn't going to happen. I wanted a lifetime partner. I wanted a husband. I wanted someone that I could spend my life with. And so it was really not realistic to sit there and think, well, I just don't need it anymore. I don't want it. Equal to you're trying to manifest your dream body. You can't, if you're unhappy with where you're at and the way you look right now, it is unrealistic to just tell yourself, well, I'm just happy if I stay this way forever and ever. If you don't actually feel that way, it's unrealistic to say that out loud and think that that's going to change anything. And so it was such an annoying thought process for me because it's like, if that's how I have to be and that's where I have to get before my person's coming, I guess I'm never going to find them because I'm never going to be just okay with being alone. I won't. I'm okay with being alone for a time, for a period, but not forever. And so I had an epiphany one day and it was this, you need to look at your manifestations like you're booking a vacation. So for me, it's like, okay, if I'm booking a trip to Cabo, I buy the tickets I know that I'm going six months from now. I can be excited for the trip, but there's nothing that I can do to make that trip come faster. It's booked, the flights have been purchased, and it is in a definite point in my timeline in the future. I know it's there, but there's nothing I can do to make it happen today. The only thing I can do 
is get ready for the vacation. I can get my spray tan. I can go shopping. I can buy new outfits. I can get a new bathing suit. I can make sure I have all the sunscreen I need, get a new sun hat, whatever it is. I can prepare for the trip, but I can't make the trip come faster. And that's how I started looking at manifesting my soulmate. I knew that my person was in my future on the timeline. He was coming. I knew he was coming. I could feel him, but there was nothing I could do to make him come today. And so all I focused on was getting ready, healing my past traumas, journaling, meditating, raising my vibration, because I knew that if I was on a low vibration or on a frequency that he was not on, I could be next to him at the grocery store and not even see him. It's not until you tune into the right frequency that you're going to find the person that you're looking for. Think of it like a radio station. If you're tuned into country, you're never going to find today's top hits. You have to be on the right frequency. So I spent all my time preparing for my vacation, which was my soulmate, right? Getting ready, focusing on gratitude, trying to live as my highest level self at all times, etc., etc. So we're on this trip. I'm looking at it like a road trip, right? We are on the road headed towards our final destination, which is whatever your manifestation is. Traffic, a red light, a stop sign, a detour, those are all things that slow down your manifestation. So people have been asking me, how do you speed up your manifestations? How do you make them come to you faster? The only thing you can do to make a manifestation come faster is try and take the fastest route to your final destination, which means you are trying to encounter the least amount of roadblocks as possible. Healing, healing past traumas, meditating, staying on a highest level vibration. If you are sitting at a negative low vibration, that's like being in traffic. You're stuck. You're stopped. It doesn't make your meditation go away. It doesn't make it disappear. People always say, oh, if you have a lack mentality, you're, you're preventing your manifestations. Yeah, you're slowing them down. You're not preventing them altogether. You didn't negate what you asked for. It didn't make it disappear into a black hole. You're in traffic. Your final destination is still there on the point in your timeline. It's just going to take you longer, right? So if you're on, a, you're on a road trip, you're driving along, driving along, and then there's an accident and you're stopped. It took your six-hour trip and turned it into a 15-hour trip. You're still going to get there. It's just going to take longer. And that's how manifestation works. If you are stuck in a low vibe spot and you're constantly, oh, all these people around me have what I want. I can't believe they all have everything that I'm looking for. Why am I always sitting here wanting, wanting, wanting? Where is he? Why isn't he here fast enough? I'm all alone. If you're stuck in that mentality, you're in traffic. You're still going to get there eventually. It's just going to take forever. And so by focusing on gratitude, by remembering that your person is there. They're on your timeline. And the only thing you can do to get there faster is get ready. It helps. It helps you stay in a higher vibration. It helps you move faster down the road and get there as quickly as possible. For me, it was waking up every morning and starting with my meditation ritual. I made myself a cup of coffee. I went into my office. I turned on my Hertz frequencies. That, let me tell you right now, if you have not downloaded a Hertz frequencies playlist on Spotify, I'll leave one in the show notes. 
it changed my life. It allowed me to meditate at such a deeper level. It calms me down. Anytime I'm feeling anxious, low vibe, any of that stuff, I'll turn them on and it immediately starts raising my vibration, making me feel like I can take a deep breath, melting my anxiety away. They're life-changing. So I would sit down in my office, turn on the Hertz frequencies and journal. I would go through my morning time meditation, which I can go through. I can go through it right now if you want. I'll do a whole episode on it. But basically, I would first ask that my highest level self come down to merge with me. I would call on all of my real spirit guides, guardian angels, whatever. You can pray to God, whatever it is that you're looking for. And I would say this. Bring me the opportunities that create the best version of me today. Please replace all darkness, fear, and lack with light, bravery, and abundance. Show me how good it can get. And that, to me, would set my day off in such a positive way. And I tell you what, when I'm doing that consistently, the coincidences I see, the angel numbers I see, the open doors that just pop up in front of me that I seem to just fall right through, it's like I'm on the toll road to my manifestation. I'm on the fast track. There is no traffic. There is no accident. There is no detour that I'm going to get off and waste some time at, which in the soulmate talk, a detour is like going on a date with a guy and knowing he's the wrong guy and then creating a situation in your head where you can turn him into the right guy and then wasting six months or a year of your life dating him, even though you knew from the beginning he wasn't the right one. That's a detour. Don't do that. I did that for three and a half years. Don't. Just trust me. Um, So for me, setting myself up in the morning that way with that meditation and then journaling, journaling about my manifestations, journaling about what's happening in my life, brain dumping anything I was stressed about. Because I tell you what, when you get it out on paper, it releases it from your body. And when I say that you need to stay in a high vibe, that doesn't mean that you're not ever going to have a bad day or feel sadness. What it means is you need to let it out of your body as quickly as possible. So if you feel an emotion come up, Staying in a high vibe does not mean pushing that bad feeling back down and ignoring it because that's just letting a sore fester and get infected inside of your body. What you need to do is fully feel that emotion and then let it go. So when I was in the very bottom pit of my healing journey after my abusive ex, I was trying to heal and, you know, get to the place where I felt like I was in my best place and I was my best self. I would randomly just feel like crying. Something would happen on a TV show I was watching or whatever. Who knows? I was editing a engagement session and the couple was extra cute. Whatever it is would trigger something in me and I would just cry. And I would let myself cry until I was done. And as soon as I was done, it was gone. It's like it's literally letting it escape your body. And once you fully feel the emotion and release it, you're no longer holding on to it. It's no longer keeping you down in a lower vibration and it allows you to stay elevated. So think of it like you're in a pool. You're treading water. An emotion comes up from the deep end and starts pulling on your foot. If you ignore it, it's going to keep pulling on your foot and slowly but surely treading water is going to get harder and harder. And then another feeling comes up and grabs your other foot and you ignore that one too. And you're still treading water. You're not drowning. But it's really, it's getting tiring. Your arms are really tired. You're feeling pretty fatigued. It's no longer easy. Pretty soon you're gasping for air and your head's barely above water because there's all these feelings just pulling you, pulling you, pulling you, trying to get you to the deep end, to the low vibe space. 
when you recognize a feeling and fully feel it, it allows it to release your foot. And all of a sudden, you float a little easier. Treading water is not so hard. Pretty soon, you can float on your back and you don't even have to tread water because there's nothing sticking to you. That's how you have to think about it. So it's not a bad thing to feel sadness or fear or grief or any anger, whatever it is. The trick is to fully feel it and let it go. Letting it go allows you to have a green light and keep moving down the path towards your manifestation. So all of this to say, when you come up against a limiting belief, a feeling of jealousy, any of those things, think of it like a roadblock towards your manifestation. It's not preventing you from getting what you're manifesting. It's just slowing down the process. So instead of getting frustrated with yourself or thinking, oh man, this is ruining everything. I'm trying to manifest my soulmate and I'm sitting here and I'm jealous of my friend and then it's never going to happen because I'm in a low vibe state. You know what you're doing? You're spiraling. You're letting the little gremlins pull you to the bottom of the pool. What you need to do is stop and think, okay, why am I feeling jealousy? Why? It's because my best friend has or is perceived to have what I want. Instead of being jealous of her, let's spin it around and think, okay, if she can do it, so can I. If someone has come before me and done what I'm hoping to do, that means it's possible. That means I can do it. And not only that, that means that she paved the way. She already took the journey towards her manifestation and reached the final destination, which means there's a path in the sand that I can follow and get there faster. You're not forging a new path. You're not clearing down brush in the forest all by yourself. No, follow the path. There's no need to be jealous of the person that went first if you can follow right in their footsteps and get to your destination faster. It might have taken that person six years to get there because they're cutting down trees on the way. You don't have to do any of that. You can get there faster. You can get there tomorrow. So when something comes up, don't ignore it. Don't feel like, oh man, this is starting me back at square one. Oh man, if this happens and I feel this way, I have to start all the way back at the beginning of the race again. No, you don't. You're just in traffic. Traffic's going to clear up. Then you're going to start going 80 miles an hour again. And that's okay. You took a detour and you're like, oh crap, I just wasted six months with this guy. What was I thinking? It's okay. Look at that person you spent six months with. What did that detour teach you? Was it there to teach you something else that you need to put on your list? Something that you want in a partner? Something you don't want in a partner? What was the purpose of that detour? My three and a half year detour taught me a lot about boundaries, about my worth. It highlighted the traumas in my life that needed healing. It showed me what I needed to heal within myself before I could ever find a partner that could love me properly. Or that I would allow to love me properly. So you can't look at it like, oh man, this freaking traffic, it's stopping me from what I meant to do. And now I'm going to be late. No, no, it's okay. There's no timeline. You don't have to be there at 8 p.m. You can be there whenever you get there. It hasn't put you back at square one. You're not starting over every time. You're just in traffic. You're just at a stoplight. You're just on a detour. Get back in the car. Get back on the freeway. And keep going. You've got this. And anytime you start feeling a little bit like, ah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, sit and think about it. What's the limiting belief? Don't give that power. Like, oh man, the commenter that I was talking to today said her limiting belief is that she feels like she's never going to find someone in her city. Your person might not be from your city, but they might be traveling through your city. You might be on a business trip and meet that person. You can meet them online. One of my greatest friends of all time met her now, very serious, soon-to-be fiancé 
boyfriend on TikTok. He was from across the country. She wound up on his For You page. They started talking back and forth on TikTok, fell in love, and now they're together. He moved states for her. Your person doesn't have to currently reside in your city. My parents met on vacation in Hawaii. My mom was was Canadian. My dad was from San Diego. They're from different countries. Met on a two-week vacation on the beach. Fell in love and got married. Limiting beliefs are just little gremlins holding onto your foot trying to keep you down at the deep end. Do not listen to them. Face them. Look at them and flick them off your foot and keep swimming. You want to be floating at all times. They're not preventing you from getting to the end of the race. They are not. They're just slowing you down. So recognize them. Move on. You've got this. And remember, just because you get to your final destination in one area of your life. I found my soulmate. I got there. You know what my next manifestation is? Writing a book, starting a podcast. This is something that's been on my heart for years and it never felt like the right time. It never felt like I knew enough, like I had done what I was supposed to do. And then I met my husband, we got married and one day I woke up and my insides were like, it's time to start writing. So I started writing my book. I started recording these podcast episodes and it just started flowing. And so right now I'm focused on getting to my new final destination of podcast, selling a book, helping as many people as I can find their soulmates, find their true love, start a business they want, live a life they love. And it sounds cheesy and stupid, but I'm so passionate about it because I feel like so many people in our generation grew up being told that soulmates don't exist, that that was stupid kid stuff, that the Disney movies that you see aren't real. I'm here to tell you that they are real and you can find a soulmate that you love that you're so happy with. And yeah, is life going to throw some weird shit at you? Absolutely. Are things always going to be easy? No. We live on planet Earth. Life is not meant to be easy here. But the way that you look at the world, the way that you handle struggle, the way that you face the obstacles, that's what makes life amazing and beautiful and, quote, easy. Loving the person that you end up with should never be hard. Loving them is not hard. The things you face together as a team, those things can be hard, but you'll get through it. And so I'm here in a new place on a new manifestation journey, telling you all about my most recent manifestation journey and the success I had there. And hopefully we can help each other out. And as this grows and morphs and changes, and as I sit here on the road, I don't know what my final destination even looks like. I'm just driving. I have a dream. I think I, I think I know what the final destination looks like. But along the way, if something pops up on my IMAPs and tells me, hey, this road goes a little faster, I'm going to take it. I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust that the universe has my back. And I'm going to just keep falling through open doors. Because so far, it's working. And if I can help one person end up in a place that they feel like they're meant to be, if I can help one person find a soulmate connection and live out a day or six years or 60 years with that person in happiness, I feel like it's worth it. So today, check in with yourself. Sit down, grab a cup of coffee, grab a glass of wine, whatever it is, open up a journal and ask yourself, what are my limiting beliefs? What is my traffic? 
What is my speed bump? What is my detour? And how do I move past it joyfully, thankfully, and get back on the freeway going 80 miles an hour towards my manifestation? I know you can do it. If I can do it, I paved the path. You can do it too. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Love Her Wild podcast. If today resonated with you in any way, shoot me a comment and tell me how you feel. I'd love to help if I can. And if you think that this would resonate with any of your friends, share away because I'm trying to reach as many of you as I possibly can. Go make your life great.